Well, thank you very much. It's uh, great to be here. Great to be with the governor. We've been speaking a lot about the uh, the problem, and it's a big problem, and uh, it'll get solved. We want to pay our love and respect, and we say God bless you to uh, those that were killed in this horrible fire. Yes, it's a series of fire. You put them together, and it's a big monster, Gavin, right? A big yep. monster. Yep. But we are showing and give unwavering support for the people of California, and I have to say for the state of Washington and Oregon, who we're very much in touch with, also declaring your declarations. We have declarations for all three. Uh, Governor of California called me up, and we immediately uh, signed the declaration. I think a lot of people would take a lot longer. But we wanted it fast. And uh, I want to thank all of the FEMA people for doing such a great job. We really appreciate it. They've been fantastic. They've been fantastic. And thank you to Gavin Newsom, Acting Secretary of Homeland Security, Chad Wolf, FEMA Administrator Pete Gaynor, and uh, all of the people, state, local leaders, they join us today. And we're having a separate news conference a little bit later on some other subjects. And I just want to thank everybody. It's been pretty amazing. In August, I approved a major disaster declaration for California. I've approved, I think, Gavin, about 40 Stafford Act declarations. So very quickly, because we want to get this thing taken care of, including fire management assistant grants to help multiple states stop the fires. More than 28,000 firefighters and first responders are combating the fires in California, Oregon, and Washington. Over 230 soldiers are fighting the August complex fire, and that's the largest fire in California. Yep. That's the big one. That's yep. the biggest. Yep. And we want to thank all of the brave fighters. We want to thank these incredible people, the first responders, service members who are racing to the extreme peril, really, of their lives and extreme danger. Soon after the event, I'll present the Distinguished Flying Cross to seven military heroes who recently braved raging fire and suffocating smoke to save lives. So we have seven people that were recommended very strongly by your representatives, and we're going to give them a very nice medal, a very important medal for a U.S. medal that's very powerful, very important. Yeah. So I know you like that. Together, we'll keep the people safe. I want to thank the governor for the job he's done. We've had great coordination, great relationship. I know we come from different sides of the planet, <laughs> but we actually have a very good relationship. Good man. And, uh, Governor, would you like to say something, please? Yes. Well, it's great to have you back uh, you. here in the state, Mr. President. Thank you for being here in particular with uh, two of uh, the Coast Guard aircrafts that we're now bringing into the California family that right. are being retrofitted, these C-130s. Uh, just an example, another example of the partnership between the federal government and the state of California. That partnership, of course, extended with the incredible collaborative spirit of FEMA. Pete has done an amazing job. He's known by first name as Pete out here in the state of California. Uh, Bob Fenton, his regional director. Uh, we're joined by Tom Porter, the chief of Cal Fire, uh, head of natural resources, Wade Crowfoot. Pleased to have the Fresno County mayor here, Mayor Mims, and of course, supervisor from up north in Siskiyou uh, was kind enough to come all the way down. We've got fires from Siskiyou County uh, right up there at the border of Oregon, all the way down to the Mexican border. About a month ago, literally to the day, we uh, began to have a series of 14,000 lightning strikes over a three-day period. 1,100 fires have sparked in the last month. 2.8 million acres just in the last 30 days have mm. burned. Unprecedented in California history. 
3.2 million over the course of this calendar year. There's over 16,500 firefighters currently out in the lines, and I'm very pleased and I'm very grateful, Mr. President, that you're recognizing some of the other heroes, those National Guardmen uh, and women that uh, did an extraordinary job saving the lives of hundreds and hundreds of people stranded uh, with some of these most intense fires. You mentioned the August complex, 789,000 acres, the largest in California history. We have a series of forest fires, but also brush fires and grass fires that we're tackling. We've made great progress in the last few weeks, uh, though tragically we've lost 24 lives so far to these battles. 4,200 plus structures have been lost and 44,000 people have evacuated. I want to thank you and acknowledge the work that you've done to be immediate in terms of your response to our FMAG request 14. And we were just talking, Mark Gilladucci is the head of the Office of Emergency Services. This may be a record that the states received in the FMAG support, uh, as well as the major disaster declaration, which you referenced on August 22nd, which was profoundly significant, not only to help us support our mutual aid system, but also individuals that are in desperate need of support. Uh, we can agree to disagree, and I appreciate your frame on the politics of this, uh, but let me just acknowledge two things briefly, and I'll turn it back to you. Um, there's no question when you look past this decade and looking past almost a thousand plus years that we have not done justice on our forest management. I don't think anyone disputes that. I want to acknowledge we have uh, our U.S. forest representative here. The state of California, your administration just entered into a first type commitment over the next 20 years to double our vegetation management and forest management. Right. I want to thank you for supporting that effort funding that effort. We acknowledge our role and responsibility to do more in that space. But one thing is fundamental. 57% of the land in this state is federal forest land. 3% is California. So we really do need that support. Uh, we need that emphasis of engagement. Uh, and we are fully committed to working with you to advance that cause. And final point, I'd be negligent, and this is not, and we've known each other too long, and. Uh, and as you suggest, the, the working relationship uh, I, I value. We obviously feel very strongly that the hots are getting hotter, the dries are getting drier. When we're having heat domes, the likes of which we've never seen in our history, the hottest August ever in the history of the state, uh, the ferocity of these fires, the drought five plus years, losing 163 million trees to that drought, something's happened to the plumbing of the world. And we come from a perspective, humbly, uh, where we submit uh, the science is uh, in and observed evidence is self-evident uh, that climate change is real and that is exacerbating this. And so I think there's an area of at least commonality on vegetation, forest management, uh, but please uh, respect, and I know you do, uh, the difference of opinion out here as it relates to this fundamental issue on the issue of climate change. Absolutely. Appreciate that. Jed, please. Well, thank you, Mr. President, for uh, coming to Sacramento today and, again, taking that decisive action that we heard the governor talk about um, and, and really pulling the full resources of the federal government here to California as well as to other areas out here in the West. Let me just reiterate the great partnership that we have between FEMA, the U.S. Forest Service, CAL FIRE, OES, the governor's office. Uh, it's really the partnership, uh, it's really a model uh, that we have out here in, in California that um, we think is just um, fantastic. It's getting a lot of support locally here very quickly. Uh, so I just wanted to reiterate that and say thank you to our partners uh, for what you do every day. 
Let me just say they also do a great job on mutual aid. So they pull in a number of fire resources from outside of the, the uh, state as well as country, uh, for that matter. We were talking earlier about some international partners that they have here, uh, and we're happy to support that as well. And then let me just say uh, thanks, as you did, Mr. Uh, Mr. President, to the brave firefighters and all the uh, first responders that are responding every day uh, to the, the fires that we see here. Those are the, those are the heroes of the day, uh, and we're just happy to be part of that process, happy to support them with the resources uh, through your office, Mr. President. And, and just really, again, look forward to the partnership we have here and continuing to push that along. Well, they're doing a great job, and they really have over the years. We've, uh, it's, a tough, it's a tough battle, but they've never let us down. No. Incredible what they're able to do and the risk and the danger. Pete Gaynor, please. FEMA. Sir, uh, you're going to hear this constantly about the partnership. Um, I can't say enough about uh, the, the federal, the state, uh, counties, uh, tribes working together. Uh, out here in California from the governor on down. Uh, it is a true uh, team effort. And I know, uh, you know, through the major disaster decks and the FMAGs have allowed uh, the governor and his team to, to exercise all the resources uh, that the federal government has uh, to protect, uh, to respond and protect life. And that's uh, the number one priority. I know we're going to be working on uh, uh, debris removal. Uh, and then lastly, uh, protection of the, water uh, the watershed to prevent uh, follow-on uh, disasters come uh, the wet season. So uh, together, I, I couldn't ask, uh, uh, be prouder to be part of uh, this team in California. That's great. Thank you, Pete. Great job. Let everybody uh, know what we think. Incredible job. So Wade and Tom, please. Yeah, well, from our perspective, there's, there is amazing partnership on the ground, and there needs to be. Uh, as the governor said, we've had temperatures explode this summer. Uh, you may have learned that we broke a world record in the Death Valley, 130 degrees. But even in greater LA, 120 plus degrees. And we're seeing this warming trend make our summers warmer, but also our winters warmer as well. So I think one area of mutual agreement and priority is vegetation management. But I think we want to work with you to really recognize the changing climate and what it means to our forests and actually work together with that science. That science is going to be key because if we, if we ignore that science and sort of put our head in the sand and think it's all about vegetation management, we're not going to succeed together protecting Californians. Okay. It'll start getting cooler. <laughs> I you, wish, just, you just watch. I wish science agreed with you. <laughs> hey, well, I don't think science knows, actually. Tom, please. So, Mr. President, if, you, if you're okay, I'd like to approach the map. And yeah, wait. I'd love that. Okay. Thank you. And Go ahead. Governor, good? That's great. Thanks, Chief. So, on my way, I'll just... identified. But I wanted to approach the map because what this displays very simply is all of the green is federal lands, Forest Service, BIA, BLM, all of the agencies included, Fish and Wildlife Service. The yellow is all private land. And then that 3%, you can't really see it scattered out here that's the state lands. But what we have showing here is the ownership and then the fires that we're currently fighting all the way from down up near the Mexican border, within eight miles of the Mexican border, all the way into Oregon. So we've got a thousand miles spread between these fires. We have about, in order to put line around these fires with all the partnership we're talking about, we have to cut line, scrape line in the ground from here to Chicago. So it's a lot of dirt we have to move. But 
And why is that? Why, why are you doing that? You, you have to put a, a line between the green and the black in order to put a fire out. Really? You do. So what we're seeing is in the south here, in around 2000, we had beetle kill that, that, that caused large fires, the cedar fire, the old fire right. in Grand Prix, huge fires in 2000. 2010s through the 15 time, Massive beetle kill in this area and large fires throughout. Well, those trees have died anyway they, they died from the beetle kill. From beetles, from, from drought. So they were largely dead, or the area was largely dead in terms of the so trees? They, were di they, they died from the beetle kill, and, then, and now they're being burned up by the fires. Yeah. Now we're also seeing in do you view that differently when the trees are dead and the whole area because I know the beetle kill has been terrible yes. so do you view that differently and now you're going to be clearing it or doing whatever you're going to do 163 million so it's yeah. uh, boy it's a, no, a it's hell something. of a job right to, to start clearing that out yeah. so we but those trees are dead and therefore they're very flammable they're explosive they are. Yeah. They are. and so then we have what I'll call the asbestos forest the redwood region it doesn't burn more than a few hundred acres on, on occasion. This year we have 85,000 plus almost 60,000 plus these fires are getting into redwood as well. We're gonna have over so why is, because of the thickness, the power of the tree, why why aren't they burning? They have, they have bark that's about two feet thick. And they're very and wet. They're very much, they're very wet, they're very resilient to fire. So uh, are you losing good. some redwoods or? Or almost Some none. redwoods are dying, but most of them will be okay. It's everything else that's getting... No kidding. Better. That's something. I'd never heard that before. So with time, they could go, but but the fact is they don't they don't go with the fires. That's a fantastic... So, yeah, and they're 2,000 years old in that area. That is so incredible. It's incredible think, to see. Think of that, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's kind of the landscape. So your giant there. redwoods are where? What area? The giant redwoods. So we have... We have Coastal redwoods, and then we have giant sequoia, which is, they're, they're the biggest girth of a tree. And they're in good shape. They're getting burned, but they will also survive. Those, those ancient trees will survive. But this fire down here, the, the SQF complex is- Will the bark regenerate on the outside eventually? The, the bark will continue to, to accumulate on the outside, and then the, the tree will continue to survive. Do you see a big difference? Yes. You see, will that change with time? Well, you don't see it? Or will you always know there was a fire there? You'll always know there was a fire. You'll always know. They, On the redwoods. They, have, they, have, they get scars yeah. over time. That's how we can tell. Well, that in itself there. is a shame when you think, right? Oh, boy. That in itself is a shame. So that's an incredible story. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Mark, would you like to say something? Well, uh, Mr. President, first of all, thanks for being here. Um, the term I use here is, is, is a term I use, one team, one fight, and it really does represent everything that that you're you're seeing today all the agencies that that we're working with before during and then after these disasters occur i couldn't be more pleased our partnership with fema has been fantastic um right now you know as you mentioned you've provided uh, a major disaster for uh, 11 counties within the state different categories and many of the people who have lost things have already started to register with fema and that's been really a, a beneficial support right, to us right so we appreciate that um, and the mitigation is really, really critical. Um, uh, you know, since 2017, we've done 94 projects, about $138 million worth of mitigation focused on fire prevention. Uh, it's a whole variety of different kinds of projects and programs within the wildland and people, what we call the WUI, the Wildland Urban Interface. 
uh, to try to buy down the, the uh, amount of impacts that these fires are occurring. And so we really appreciate that. All these new fires and this new declaration uh, provides additional mitigation funds, which we will turn back around and, and continue to uh, support the mitigation How many efforts. individual fires do you have? I think we have right now actively about 29 major fires. So right. when you add them all up, uh, this is about as big as it's ever been, right? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. 1,100 just just since, I mean, think about that, 1,100 yeah. fire starts in the last 29 days, but 29 complexes. So we the all put them out, most of them are put out. Making, early. making tremendous progress. The largest, the three largest, they're still active. Two of them are substantially contained. Yeah. The August, we have still a lot of work to do. And Governor, if I could, just for the president, uh, this is a bar chart that shows the uh, acreage burned over the years. Top bar is this year. And the real scary part, right. Mr. President, is we're only partway through the season. Right, right. The worst fire that you obviously visited, the Paradise Fire, happened in one. October. So we're still you know, staring down the barrel of, of worse fires potentially this we year. We were there together. Let me ask you in paradise. So did they have, it was like a blowtorch, right? Because the winds are 85 miles an hour. Nobody's ever seen anything like that. So that was different. Has there ever been anything like that in terms of the power and the heat? No. Well, I'll tell you this, sir. The Creek Fire that the sheriff uh, evacuated folks from is generating some of the worst heat in Fresno and Madera counties um, that's ever been experienced creating its own weather cloud that almost looked like a mushroom cloud. I see. So that creates the heat also. That's incredible. Would you like to say something, please? Yes, sir. First of all, thank you, uh, Mr. President, for um, coming and visiting California. Uh, and on behalf of Fresno County, uh, who I'm speaking for today, uh, I, I want to thank you for your visit. Beginning on September 4th, our creek fire started. It impa impacted not only the residents, but utility infrastructure that services California. That's right. That's yes. right. That's a big problem, isn't it, huh? How is that, how is that going? Progress. We got the largest utility in the United States, PG&E, out of bankruptcy in, in record time with Good. firm commitments to make sure Good. we never walk back down that path. Good. That's a lot of, uh, that's a lot of utilities that are burning up, though. Yeah. Go ahead. So our, our fire right now is over 200,000 acres, um, and it's really more than any single local government can take care of and so we are uh, asking for assistance and we've already made some progress today by uh, getting a hold of FEMA and I made a request for, from Pete to have a representative right in our command post and we're making that happen so that's going to be very valuable for us. Uh, not only has it impacted um, our woodland but the families that have lived there for generations in, in that area the Big Creek hydroelectric power generating system that served California for over 100 years is, is destroyed, as well as the people that live there and in their homes that operate that system. One major concern in the future is erosion, slope stability, ash runoff, and possible mudslides. As a so what's going to take the place of that generator? What, what are you going to do? Uh, we have to actually restart it. It's Southern California Edison. Yeah. So you'll be able to fix it and restart it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, the process. It's a big damage. Uh, big. Well, it was a hydroelectric plant that was, um, that was, uh, uh, wasn't directly damaged, but there was, there was damage leading up to the facility. I see. And so we'll mitigate all that. Now. I love hydro. Hydroelectric, I love. I think it's great. You must like that. I love. I love the hydroelectric. Go ahead, please. So so far, we've had over 300 structures that have burned, but we could have had many more. And I need to commend the uh, efforts that Cal Fire 
gave to us, not only was pre-work uh, by doing some um, tree mortality mitigation, right. but during that fire, they were able to cut some breaks that allowed law, us, law, and law enforcement, to evacuate over 20,000 people from these areas. Uh, and so they just did a great job, and, and I'm, I am glad to report that in Fresno County, we've had no loss of life. Right. Um, in, I will say that in Fresno County, we, we understand that we need a strong partnership with our federal government, and we are ready, willing, and able to be your partner on this. We support... Um, and your state government. At, of right? course. Of course. That's going good, right? Of course. At, we're getting what we I have we no need. doubt. Good. In fact, so we had to mention that. <laughs> of the areas that we, we've <laughs> mitigated, I think in Fresno County, we got five of those. So, so you're working well you. with everybody? Yes. Okay? Yes. Good. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Please. Thank you, Mr. President, for on. Thank you, Mr. President, for being here and listening to uh, a very rural community or, and county in, in uh, California. I'm at the, very, the far extreme end of the state up there where they were pointing to. Uh, my county uh, continues to repeat the things that you saw in Paradise when you were there on a smaller scale. The town of Happy Camp this year is under the Slater fire that took off and in a 24-hour period we lost uh, 258 structures in a very small town. Half of my population is displaced at this point in time. We have uh, 158 homes completely destroyed. Will that population come back? Sir, that's a tough question because these are very poor people anyway. And um, they're living through the downturn of the timber economy at this point, And there's very low employment uh, in this area. We uh, are completely surrounded by federal timber uh, at this point that uh, needs some active forest management that would both improve the, the, econo the economy of the area as well as uh, even increase the water flow uh, that is in shortage in California in some of these places. I've, you know, personally, I'm coming to you as a forester, uh, elected official, and a past land manager for the U.S. Forest Service and firefighter. Right. Um, in this area, I've worked with UC Berkeley and UC, Dave, and, uh, UC uh, Merced on some studies. Our forests uh, in the northern region, which historically have been uh, pretty asbestos-like, uh, are carrying four times the density that they did in 1930. So we have both the uh, increase in brush in the wildland interface, as well as the lack of management producing these extreme densities. And um, climate Climate change is it, climate changes, and I, I can't do much about that. As a as a forester, actively managing that forest, I can manipulate fuels, and I can do that in a pretty short order. I applaud you for the work you've done. I applaud you for the the farm bill authorities. Our county just completed a master stewardship agreement with the U.S. Forest Service, and um, we have about a half million acre project that's ready to go uh, across all boundaries in our state and, and, and the four national forests that you within Well, Gavin's boundaries. working on that with me, and uh, we, uh, you know, you make money, too. You're, you're cutting down trees, you're thinning it out, and you're selling those trees for a lot of money, and it's really pretty good in a lot of ways. And I guess the one of the things are the cuts, the big, whether it's 50 yards or 100 yards, but the cuts to stop it from spreading. 
and that's always tough environmentally, but, you know, they can do it in a way that's pretty good. And I think now the environmentalists have come a long way after watch, you know, watching this. Yeah. The ones that really want to take care of a problem, they've come a long way. So sure. they'll be thinning it out, then you're working on a plan to thin it out. Uh, that's what the plan is right now. I, I will say that, um, <clears throat> you know, we have uh, excellent working relationships with CAL FIRE as well. Good. And uh, we, need, we need to marry the state programs with the federal programs uh, across boundaries and jurisdictional boundaries so that we're effective in moderating large fire behavior. Good. And, and Mr. President, just to, to the supervisor's point, that's exactly what the stewardship partnership that we advance with your administrations do, will do in the next Good. 20 years, is we're sharing maps, we're sharing resources, we're prioritizing, we're doubling the, the number of acres, federally managed, state managed, and I will say just uh, humbly, we've got to double it still, meaning the partnership was significant. It was first uh, in California's history with the U.S. government, but we're going to need to do a lot more yeah. well, in the extent we can provide That's something I feel so strongly about. You can, yeah. you can knock this down to nothing. You know, you go to Europe and different places in Europe, countries where they're forest countries, and uh, they're very, very strong on management, and they don't have a problem. They really right. don't have, with, as they say, more explosive trees than we have in California. So. Thank you very much for your comments. But we're working on that very hard together, and uh, I think we're totally in sync. I really think we're totally in sync. Governor? We're going to see you in uh, a few minutes for the award ceremony. So thank you very much, everybody. Thank you.